Hello and welcome to the Missing in the Desert podcast. We will be focusing on a number of missing persons cases throughout the high desert area of Southern California, but we are starting off by discussing the case of Christy Stewart. If you listened to our previous episode, then you know that Christy's remains sadly were recently found in Apple Valley, California on January 24th, 2019. We began this podcast with the intention of spotlighting Christy's case as it was coming up on nearly four years of her going missing. And while she, her remains have been found, there are still many unanswered questions. We feel compelled to continue our planned coverage of Christy's case and hopes someone who knows what happened to her will come forward. We dedicate this episode to Christy and her family. As we go forward, this first episode regarding Christy Stewart, I will be giving you the facts of the case. The facts are many and raise many questions. As we go on, I will talk more about different aspects of this case and update listeners when we get any information regarding a cause of death once the medical examiner releases his findings. I will reserve discussing theories until we have that information, but we will present them down the road. So here we go. Here are the facts of the case of Christy Stewart, case number 0715-00858. Christy went missing on March 3rd, 2015, after a dental appointment at Jess Ranch Dental in Apple Valley, California. I am not sure if the details of the reward are still in place. There had been a reward for $10,000 to anyone who could confirm her whereabouts or leading to the arrest and prosecution of the persons responsible for her disappearance. I will give the phone number for the detective in charge at the end of this episode. Chrissy had bipolar disorder, but was weaning off medication under doctor supervision. The morning of her disappearance, she was struggling a bit, but her father, Don, had reassured her that she was very loved. He suggested she relax, maybe go to the park, and she agreed. She hadn't mentioned her dental appointment she had that day to her father. The employees at the dental office would later tell Christy's parents that Christy arrived for the appointment, but the dentist couldn't fix the tooth until Christy took a course of antibiotics, which they then prescribed to her. The employees said Christy seemed to have lost her car keys and house keys in the short time she was at the dentist's office and seemed to be under stress. Christy did, however, have a spare car key and left the office shortly thereafter. Christy's friend would later, later tell police she had been expecting Christy to come over after her dentist appointment to spend the night. At 4.20 p.m., cell phone records show Christy did call that friend who says Christy told her she was on her way over. Christy unfortunately never arrived. After not hearing from their daughter later that night or the following day, Christy's parents, Don and Ginger, began calling her friends from church to see if anyone knew where Christy was. Nobody had heard from her. The next morning, on March 5th, 2015, Don and Ginger called the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office to report Christy missing. Police initially listed Christy as a voluntary missing because she is an adult and could have left on her own. Christy's parents, however, were certain she never would have left without telling them. Unfortunately, this classification of a voluntary missing did slow the response on the investigation. 
a classification of suspicious missing would have escalated the investigative efforts. This was changed to a critical missing a month after her disappearance. A man, Al Hall, claimed to have seen Christy in March. I'm not quite sure of the date when she came up to his porch, but this report proved to be unfounded. A few days later, on March 8, 2015, Christy's pickup truck was located unoccupied in the desert area of North Apple Valley. The release said investigators were processing the vehicle but not believe foul play was involved. The store's attorney, Chris Armenta, told Dateline during an interview that if Christy had been labeled as suspicious missing, police would have had to process her truck immediately on the scene rather than after it was towed from the desert. There was a bloodhound that was brought to the scene. I believe that bloodhound was arranged by Christy's parents. They did not, however, find her scent at the scene where her truck was found. Christy's parents, Don and Ginger, told Dateline that police found her shoes, glasses, bra, and medicine in the truck. Now, this medicine, I want to point out, was the medicine that the dentist had prescribed uh, to heal an infection before they could work on her tooth. So she had to have gone and picked this medication up, which was confirmed that she went to the Rite Aid across the way from the dentist's office to pick up her medication, and that medication was still in the bag in her truck. Her phone, however, was nowhere to be found when the truck was discovered. Three days after her truck was located, her phone pinged on a cell tower at least 10 or 15 miles away from where the truck was found, investigator Herring told Dateline. But when Christie's parents were allowed to retrieve the truck a few weeks later, they found Christie's phone in the driver's seat, displayed quite prominently on the seat of the truck. Um, it was very clear to spot, and we'll talk about that later. It took over a year for Christie's phone and laptop to be processed uh, by investigators, and they weren't very revealing. So for a long time, there was no movement on this case. In March 2016, a local resident thought she saw Christy when she saw a woman walking near the Winco parking lot in Victorville. She thought she could be Christy Stewart. She was very thin and carrying some belongings. Um, this person uploaded a grainy cell phone picture, but her face could not be seen. And the police went and searched the area, and that area did have a big homeless population behind it, but they could not locate the woman in the photo or anyone resembling Christy Stewart. <coughs> Excuse me. In December of 2017, Christy's parents were victims of a cruel text extortion scam. The text sent said Christy was being held in Tennessee, and they needed $500 to take her to the hospital as she had recently fallen ill. After hours of working with the police to verify the text, Don and Ginger were disappointed to find the text to be part of a scam originating in Nigeria. As the four-year mark since going missing was approaching, on, on January 24, 2019, human remains were found in the desert only 2.5 miles from where Christie's truck was found. 
Now, we will talk about it more in an upcoming episode, but this area was searched multiple times at the time of her disappearance. Analysis of a jawbone and dental records determined the reins were indeed belonging to Christy Stewart. A cause of death is currently pending. Now, these are the outlaying of the facts of the case. There's more to talk about when it comes to it. And in our next episode, we'll dig deeper into the mystery surrounding this disappearance and death of Chrissy Stewart. If anyone has any information regarding this case, we urge you to call Detective Jason Grantham at the Victor Valley Sheriff's Station at 760-248-7655. Or anyone wishing to remain anonymous can report information to WeTip at one 800 78 crime Christie's case is not the only missing persons case that sparked me to start this podcast in fact there were a cluster of missing cases that happened over a two-year period in the same area that caught my attention and stayed with me to the point that I wanted to keep the cases alive for the sake of their families these cases will be discussed following Christie's the names of the missing are first we have Christy Stewart March 3rd, 2015, uh, Daniel Gallardo, October 28th, 2015, Christina Bastine, last seen November 1st, 2015, Randy Cuddy, who went missing in August of 2017. Also missing in 2017 in September was a man named David Steen. Um, his vehicle was found in the desert and his remains, unfortunately, were found in January of 2018. The interesting part between Randy Cuddy and David Steen's disappearance, they were a month apart and David's house is less than five miles from where Randy's truck was found, also in the desert. So, as you can see, there's been a lot of missing activity and a very small area up in the high desert. And these are only the cases from 2015 to 2017. Currently, we're starting to see more missing persons again in this area. So I want you guys to follow the Missing of the Desert podcast to get updates on the latest episode, to finish hearing the details of Christy Stewart's case, and then to continue with these other cases because I really feel it's important to keep the spotlight on this. Um, we're, we are also available on iTunes and Spotify, if that's how you prefer to listen to your podcast. So stay tuned. I will be putting links in the description box. Thank you all for listening.